0: Today's episode of Real Ghost Stories Online is brought to you by Parcast Presents Halloween. Just search for Parcast Presents Halloween in the Spotify app and start listening for free. Today on Real Ghost Stories Online, what do you do if you discover a ghost woman haunts a home that you happen to live in? Do you make peace with the ghost woman? Do you try and help her? One family is forced into the journey of a lifetime as they discover they are not alone in their home anymore. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. That it is. 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online. Write in at RealGhostStoriesOnline.com or email your audio file to me. If you want to record it on your smart device and send it over, send it to Tony, T-O-N-Y, at RealGhostStoriesOnline.com. Of course, this is a listener-supported show. If you like the show, subscribe. Get all the bonus episodes at GhostPodcast.com. But a brand new one out every single week for you, jam-packed with some of our best ghost stories exclusively for you as a supporter in EPP. You do that at ghostpodcast.com and you download it there. Or if you like Patreon, you can get it through that as well, patreon.com slash real ghost stories. It's only five bucks a month, and that's what keeps this pirate ship afloat. Tony and Carol Hughes joining you once again. How are you this fine day?
1: Good, Tony. So, um, you know, on Facebook, how they show Facebook memories mm. every day? Yeah. Which is always interesting because there's always stuff. Oh, I totally forgot that ever happened to me.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so today I had one. I'm going to put them up on the, you've got a uh, real ghost stories page and then there's a real ghost stories group page. Yeah. So I might put them up on the group page and you could always share them. But, it's my sister took these pictures of her dogs like she like I do every day. Mm-hmm. I take adorable pictures of my dog, mm-hmm. and um, it's in that place she used to live in that was haunted. Yeah, and there is like the biggest swoosh apparition thing, and so she the picture was Rosie Sam and apparition. <laughs> And the two other pictures were nothing. So it's three consecutive pictures. The other two are nothing. And the one has this big swoosh thing in the middle of it.
0: Which incidentally is the Nike swoosh. By the way, Air Jordans are back. Right now, I'm kidding.
1: <laughs>
0: All in a that so I'm going to put that up,
1: on, put that up on, the, on the group page. Okay, yeah. Because I, you know, I always get a kick out of seeing what other people put up, and I never put anything up. Sure. So by the time this airs, I will have put it up. So go scroll back and look for
0: it. Yeah, I'd love to see that. You know, if if I'm sure you would be someone, and I think a lot of us would be, you know, once we're gone, I would totally be trying to talk to the pets or see the pets, you know, because quite often I think they, they're more open to seeing and sensing ghosts than the humans. So if you really want to get close to a ghost in a haunted house, I think hang out with the pets for a little bit.
1: Well, I think they can sense. I think they're the first to sense it, mm-hmm. you know. Because no. one night you and I were doing a podcast and I took video of my cat. She was at the top of the stairs and I'm like, what is she looking at? There must be a bug up there. So I turned it up because you were doing a phone call. and I went to the top of the stairs. There's nothing that my cat is looking at. <laughs> She's just looking at something. Oh, and I think it was an episode we were talking about haunted basements.
0: Oh, there you go. God. While you're in the basement. And that's
1: where I'm at. <laughs> but... I I assume she's there was something she was looking at. I have no idea what it was, but I took video of it. So it's kind of funny. A guy's telling a ghost story while my cat is looking at absolutely nothing.
0: I wonder if, if science will ever allow us to see through the eyes of another living creature. And not you know just like simulated like here's the eye level and we put a camera but like literally see through their eyes and see what they are seeing, and I if that were ever to happen I I wonder if we would suddenly be seeing things that you know the the human eyes do not see if we were to be able to do that That'd be through pets. fascinating yeah
1: and smelling too like how a dog smells is so different than how we smell mm-hmm. it'd be really fascinating to be able to smell. All the smells the dog smells.
0: Experience. I don't know that I'd want to do that, quite honestly. But. uh, Well, because
1: I read this thing and they said that, like, if you were making stew uh and you have everything in there, you smell stew. But the dog smells the beef and the carrots and the onion, like, the dog smells it all separately.
0: The dog you could take to KFC. How did that happen? Holy shit. We could totally get the seven herbs and spices from KFC.
1: You'd be, like, you would be great on, like, You could have your own tv show
0: the dog cooking with dogs cooking with dog oh my god cooking with dog it sounds horrible but it's really the dog is like just giving you all the ingredients (laughs) you're not actually cooking with dog but the dog is like the recipe book that would be amazing it sounds like we're high right now but we're really not and this episode is not i don't i don't believe it's there's any cbd products on today's episode but who knows but I don't think it would have that effect. But uh, anyhow, 855 853 4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories. Excuse me. Yeah. Excuse
1: me while I get high. Go ahead. <laughs>
0: Time for another ghost story, everybody. Uh, next uh, letter it says hi, I'm Jenna from Australia. This is my collection of ghost tales. First ghost experience I've ever had was when I was around 10. I'm 20 now. The experience occurred after my parents for their um, after my parents first wedding anniversary. They went on a ghost tour in Sydney overnight. They came back a few days later excited to show my sister and me the photos they got. They said that they took lots of consecutive photos and one looks like there's a figure in it. And sure enough, when they showed us, we saw it too. One thing you need to know about my family is that we believe in ghosts completely because we've had experiences to prove it. But if we hadn't, we would probably deny their existence no matter What anyone told us. So this happening to someone as close as my parents confirmed everything they had told me. The fact they got a figure and a photo isn't the scary part. Since this happened around the time where you were finally able to show other people photos without getting them developed, my parents only uploaded the photos onto the computer and didn't print them. After they did this, there were several times where we had people over and we showed them the figure in the picture. Until one day, we went to show another family member the photo. And it was gone. Not the photo, but the figure. This was crazy to us, as we knew it was the photo, as it had been renamed so we could find it easily. And we even checked the camera, and to our shock, even in that form, the picture was there, but there was no ghostly figure. I don't know if the ghost was just possessing the picture or what, but normally when you hear people got ghost evidence, it doesn't disappear. In the same house, it all transpired. We had another ghost interaction. I was not at home, so this was uh, what my parents told me. Apparently, my parents were sitting in the lounge room facing the TV. And with the way the floor plan was, this meant that in their peripheral vision, could see the dining room, which had two entries and exits, one to the hallway and one to the kitchen. Now that you have this backstory, this is what occurred. My parents heard footsteps and saw someone walk from the hallway into the kitchen, in the counter, in the corner of their eye, and thinking it was my sister didn't think anything of it. Then they heard the kettle turn on. And they realized that my sister wasn't home, and neither was I. So they went to investigate, and no one was there, yet the kettle was on. We later found out a little old lady died there, so... That's who we assumed it was. Another thing about my family is that my mom is slightly sensitive. She knows if a house has bad energy immediately and has always been right. There have been a few dreams she's had with dead family members telling her things. Once my pop, her father, came into her dream and told her to do something. He didn't say what, just kept saying that she'll know what he meant. The next day ended up being the Melbourne Cup, and my pop loved horse racing And always bet on the female jockey. And to my mom's shock, the only female jockey in the big race won that day. Our house that we live in now doesn't have a bad feeling. But there have been two ghost-like occurrences. One was... Just in my presence, I was sitting up on my phone late at night when I heard the sound coming from my wardrobe. It was like if he had something and you were just lightly dragging it on the wall going back and forth. It honestly sounded like it was coming from my wardrobe, but also sounded like it was in my head. The next day I saw an article about how quartz encourages ghost activities. This made me freeze because I have a necklace with a quartz stone on it in my wardrobe. Let's just say that necklace was moved to the bathroom that day. The other experience I had in this house included my parents as well. At the time, I was sitting across from my mom in the lounge room as my dad was lighting the fireplace. My mom was sitting on the sort of leather lounge that made a decent amount of noise when you moved, sat down, or got off it. Mom went into her room to go to the, ba- the bathroom in her ensuite, and I went to my phone while my dad still had his back to me. I still had my hand in my phone when we heard something sit down on the leather lounge and my dad even talked to my mom thinking she had sat back down. It wasn't until my mom answered as she came out of her room that me and my dad both looked up and realized the thing we heard sitting down wasn't my mom. That's all I have for now. I love the podcast and I tend to randomly binge listen to it. On this current binge, I was compelled to send some of my stories in. I hope to hear you read this on the podcast as I personally like the written stories over the coals. Creepy, creepy stories from a family that uh, totally digs ghosts.
1: Which kind of makes some sense if you're totally into it, mm-hmm. that you're open to it. Sure. You know, but like my dad and I were really close and it sure would be cool if he like, hey, Powerball numbers, Carol. <laughs> like, that would be great. I hope she bet on the woman and made a bunch of
0: money. Get the ability to uh, to do that from the other side. That would be uh, that'd be a nice power to have. God, that'd be awesome. Creepy stories,
1: but I do think you know, and, and especially since you know, it could have been that old woman who died in the house.
0: Because mm-hmm.
1: there's definitely you know explanation for why
0: mm-hmm.
1: she would be making tea and sitting down and watching television or something. Mm-hmm.
0: I could totally see that. All right, back to our episode in just a moment. First, I need to thank our supporter today. Another podcast out there, Parcast Presents Halloween. Just do a search for it, Uh, Parcast Presents Halloween in the Spotify app, and you can start listening for free. As we're getting closer and closer to Halloween it's just getting more exciting. It's just the tension is building. And if you're looking for even more ghost stories, uh, just creepy, creepy stuff, you got to check this out. All Hallows Eve, it's not far off. Celebrate the spooky with Parcast Presents Halloween. The new podcast series on Spotify brings you three blood-curdling episodes each week in October. From urban legends to haunted places, Parcast Presents Halloween. It takes you on a historical tour of terror. and can hear stories of an escaped killer on the prowl, a gruesome discovery by four young friends, and the legendary killings of Salem's first witches, and much more. It's a great podcast. Check it out for yourself. Just search Parcast Presents Halloween. That's P-A-R-C-A-S-T presents Halloween in the Spotify app. And start listening for free. You know, we learned something new the other day. I had always, uh, I guess... Uh, For whatever reason, I think it's because listeners had told this to us over the years. And I guess it's a state law, not a a national law. But I always assume that if you asked uh, a real estate agent if someone had died in a house that they had to tell you or at least look it up and get you the answer. But apparently that's not the case in every state. Because uh, that was one of the questions we had. It's like, oh, how many bathrooms? How many uh, fireplaces? Or, is there, uh, you know, how many bedrooms? All that stuff. Anyone died? Uh, uh, legally, I cannot tell you if anyone died in the house. Really? And then, of course, I had to go into, I tell ghost stories for a living. And I thought that that's what you had to do. And it's like, no, actually, it's a state-to-state law type deal. And they don't have to reveal that. So... Jen pulled out her phone and went to a website that tracks that sort of thing. And luckily, according to that, no one has died in the property that we're going to be going
1: into. Yeah, I, you know, I, I don't know if I could buy a house knowing someone had died in the house. No. Which is, I think, maybe with qualifications. Like if someone died a natural death.
0: Yeah, I'm cool with that.
1: Murder, I don't know that I could mm. do that at all. Yeah. Um suspicious, I don't know about that. Suicide, that one would really bug me.
0: Yeah. I, I think anything dark. I I am I'm, I'm fine with like a, a gold grandma or grandpa or somebody, you know, just You know it's their time and they go and they they were happy there because I feel like if they were the ghost probably not a whole lot of bad shit gonna happen maybe you're gonna smell cookies uh you know or maybe a little little tabacky every now and then uh but I can deal with that but uh the 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 sadness the uh everything that would go along with suicide um grandma making tea
1: I'd be cool with that yeah
0: it's like "Mm, chamomile today grandma that's nice um But the, the other, other things, you know, it's already, uh, it's a difficult, you know, life as it is, uh, not adding in all the energy that's probably still around with depression and things of that nature of another individual, uh, who's, who's passed on if they're still there, um. You know, I don't I don't think I'd want that energy in my house. I, I'd certainly, you know, I, I want to help them if to move on or something if, if that's what I found myself in. But I don't think by choice I would be getting in the house where that occurred uh, or but, a murder or something of that. Nature.
1: Yeah. And when you have options, it's like I don't really have to buy this house that yeah. the murder occurred in. And I would wish they can move on peacefully but yeah. i'm just not
0: the person buying a house is not necessarily a good samaritan act to help the dead move right. on yeah i mean maybe for some but i don't know it's kind of a big investment to be like i'm just buying and putting all of my savings into this just to move this person on and then we can move again
1: uh you then know, i'm gonna flip it
0: exactly Well, there is a. Everybody was telling me uh, and sending links to, I guess there's a murder flip house or something show. What what is that?
1: Murder
0: flip. Did you send me that?
1: They're flipping murder houses.
0: Somebody sent something like that to me. And I haven't watched it yet, but I wonder what that is like. There was one on, uh, I think it was DIY Network a couple years ago. And it was flipping haunted houses. Um, At least they, you know, it was so overly produced where it's like, I kind of doubt this is truly a haunted house. It's just really a shitty house that you could easily say is haunted. Um, But and it was just it wasn't a good show. It was it was very poorly done. I'm wondering if this is along that line or if it's if it's better. I don't know. Have if has anyone seen it? I'd love to hear. A My review. guess
1: is probably not better. Yeah. But but I think it's not even on regular cable. It's like an <laughs> internet only. Show.
0: Yeah. Well, there's so many networks now. It, it's you know, especially you have you have all the different streaming networks you can watch now. And then there's there's things like. Pluto and all that where it's like oh this is the Clearocell network you know it's like the Clearocell has a television network and it's like old reruns of murder she wrote on the Clearocell network and then there's uh, murder flip house it's like well this is really interesting and for some reason the one of the duggers has a show on there too it's really weird but uh uh, is that
1: really a thing?
0: No, I just completely made it up.
1: Oh, okay, because <laughs> I
0: was like, what? watch, as soon as I say that, somebody's <laughs> going to send me a link going, look, it's the Noxzema, that's on the Noxzema network, not the clear, like, oh, my bad.
1: The funny thing is, <sighs> I thought it was all BS until you said the Duggar thing. And then I was like... <laughs>
0: That could be. It's just, it's just a Duggar in court every week. It's it's the, it's like people's court, but it's the Duggars in court every week. It's just something new and exciting. Oh, that would be a good television sh- uh, series, kids. Uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online. Let's go to another co- uh, letter. It says, uh, it's been many years since I shared a ghost story with you. My life has been devoid of the ghostly or unexplainable phenomena until recently, my husband died in 2017. I felt his presence many times since then, but I'm still young at heart. I decided to date again. One bad choice on my long journey to find Mr. Right was a younger man. After a visit with this person, I heard candles falling from my prayer shelf onto the floor. I picked them up and put them back on their candle holders, only to find them on the floor again. I then took one candle and put it back in its candle holder and placed it on the shelf. The candle immediately jumped out of its holder, right at me, as if being thrown by an invisible hand. I had many warnings about the young man I was seeing, and I could only conclude my late husband was adding his two cents worth. Two years later, I married the perfect match for me and someone of our mutual friends and I believe my late husband would approve of. But wait, there's more. I visit my current husband every weekend at his home. We live in different towns. We have been looking uh, months for a home in our price range where we can live together at full time, but to no avail. There was always something wrong with the house or it was under contract. Every door seemed closed to us. This is important because the phenomenon I'm about to tell you only happened on the weekend when I was at his home. My OCD husband has a habit of placing his empty pill bottle on top of his cell phone after dinner without exception, and then at bedtime he takes the pill bottle upstairs to refill. For about a month he placed the pill bottle on his phone as usual, and almost exactly at 6.55pm the bottle would fall off the cell phone. We thought it was amusing the first few times. I'd say humorously, hello to my late husband's spirit, just in case he had a hand in it. It became such a regular thing that we would start watching the bottle at 6.55 6.55 p.m. as it came closer. The bottle would then slowly glide off the cell phone and fall onto the floor. After a while, this phenomenon of the moving fill bottle was no longer amusing. It stopped gliding slowly but began to fly off the phone briskly with force. It actually became scary. I had a theory that air pressure inside the medicine bottle made it move until the bottle began to fly off the phone like a ping pong ball. My second theory was that a spirit was using the energy from the cell phone to move the bottle, and the spirit was becoming better at it. I contacted my best friend who is into angel healing and talked to her about the flying pill bottle. She said an angel was trying to communicate with us and that the number 655 meant a change in our lives and an opportunity to make something of ourselves despite the odds. She said to trust in the universe. Once they had an answer, the medicine bottle stopped flying off the cell phone and hasn't moved since. During the ensuing time, we found the perfect home in our price range and will move in at the end of the month. month. The house is in an area which would allow a better opportunity for my husband to find work and is also closer to my workplace. Our new home was built in 1907. It's a beautiful historic Victorian home with a warm, welcoming feeling to it. And might I add... Not haunted at all.
1: I thought she was going to say, and it's on 665
0: (laughs) Main Street. Exactly. Or 666 Main Street. It's just one house down.
1: (laughs) Right. You know, I kind of love those kind of stories, though. Like, I love the, I don't know, maybe I'm kind of a romantic, but I love the idea of the husband passing... But then she dates the younger guy. He doesn't like that guy, and he throws candles at her. I mm-hmm. think that's kind of awesome. Yeah. And then, and then the pill bottle on the cell phone. Like, how weird is that? Every night at 6.55, you're watching the pill bottle, and it moves. Like,
0: I don't know. It's uh
1: it's, what is like, and and her debunking it? Well, maybe there's air pressure inside the pill bottle. No, what? Uh, <laughs> That's not a thing.
0: What they really need to do is um, is get one of those rotating uh, pottery tables, and then start making a clay vase <laughs> or vase, and uh, and then see what happens.
1: With a pill bottle nearby.
0: With a pill bottle nearby. And then suddenly the Swayze Express will pull up. And uh, there you go.
1: (sighs) That said, I'm super happy for her. And she found love and got remarried. And they found a house that built in 1907. It could end up being haunted. I don't know. Not haunted at all. That
0: would just be, you know... (laughs) It, it, like in, in New Orleans where it's they have like the not haunted signs and thing or, or, or haunted, depending on what you're looking for. Uh, I would love just to see one of the real estate signs that says not haunted at all. It's like, oh, that's haunted <laughs> as shit when you see that one with the other ad- ones
1: are haunted AF.
0: It's like we're going a little overboard here, like expressing it's not haunted. You know that it's haunted then. So. <laughs> exactly. There you go. Thanks for uh, sharing that experience with us. 855-853-4802 is our phone number here at uh, Real Ghost Stories Online. Let's jump over to another caller and hear another ghost story. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, Tony and Jenny. This is James from Baltimore.
2: A longtime caller, first time listener. Now, uh, I got a quick story I'll tell, but I kind of have a question as well. Maybe you guys can help me with it. <clears throat> I don't even know where to begin, actually. Um, I was never really into the paranormal much. Not at all, actually. Uh, growing up, my mother and her mother and my sister were all kind of sensitive. They always, I don't want to say dabbled in it, but they were aware of it, and they would bring it up from time to time. And like I said, I was not into it at all. It had no effect on me. I felt nothing, saw nothing. But my mom passed in 08. And ever since then, strange things would happen that kind of caught my eye. And I started looking a little bit more into it. And before you know it, I am noticing things a lot more. Excuse me. And... I have convinced myself that, yes, this is real, what I'm seeing is real, <clears throat> what's happening is real, uh, but it's always trying to explain those things to other people that, you know, becomes a problem, to get them to understand where you're coming from, or even to have someone to talk to about it, but uh, what's uh, again, thank you for the outlet to do so. <clears throat> so I guess I'll start off with saying first, <clears throat> the apartment that my fiance, fiance and I live in now, we rent... I get a bad feeling about this place pretty much every day I walk in the door from work. And some things have been happening, and now this is kind of where my question comes into play. But I'll start off with a little bit of the story first, which kind of bleeds into the question. Small things would happen around the apartment. She would notice it, I would notice it. And it got to the point where we said, you know what, we'll just set up a camera, see if we catch anything. Well, one night we're laying in bed, <clears throat> excuse me, and our door starts shaking violently. And when I say violently, I mean absolutely violently to where I can see the light shining through the top of the door from the hallway. And she seems to think that it's our cat because our cat will put its paw into the door and he'll bat back and forth and it will move the door a little bit. But I'm not like this. This thing was shaking Uncontrollably. I mean, the knob was was rattling. The door was coming, you know, away from the hinge. And she swerves as the cat, which obviously is not possible. It's things like that that kind of bother me with her because her and I were in my son's room packing up to go on vacation. She's standing in front of me, and just as I'm about to say something to her, she lunges forward about a foot she looks behind her and then she looks at me and she's like, did you see that? I'm like, of course I saw it. Something pushed her. She felt it on her lower back. And at that point, we were like, you know, this place is certainly haunted. You know, there's no doubt about it. So when I have things happen to me or if I see things, if I say things, I'll mention it to her and she'll just blow it off and tell me, oh, it's nothing. Oh, it's just... Like, we get a lot of orbs, and that's what one of the things we call on our camera. Uh, Shot out from the living room, went to the top of the kitchen, then shot down our hallway and went underneath of our bedroom door, which was the day after the door started shaking uncontrollably. She's like, oh, it's just a bug. So she will try to debunk or just not take any recognition or realize the things that I experienced. But she's told me her paranormal stories from... Prior to you know her and I getting together, and she has a lot of them, and they are pretty violent, and she's seen some pretty, pretty awful things. I mean, as far as cryptids go and, and things of that nature, and I always listen to her stories, and you know I, I certainly believe them because she has nothing to gain from lying about it. But I feel like every time I bring up something that happens to me, she's quick to brush it off. And I don't understand why that is because we're both into the paranormal. I mean, we watch all the shows and, you know, we, we do the haunted tours and, you know, things like that. So we're, we're both in this together and we believe one another and we support one another. Or at least I thought we did. So she doesn't seem to take anything I say into consideration or see that it holds any water. But I believe everything she says because I would have no reason not to. So I guess that's my question. How do I go about you know, sharing my experiences with her when she constantly tries to make me feel like they never happened. And uh, one more quick thing before I go, when I was younger, you know, I would be getting up, getting ready to get up to school, Um, I would lay in my bed, my mom would come in in the morning and she'd rip the blankets off, you know, just something to get me out of bed in the morning so I could get out the door for school. And then she moved out. I mean, I moved out, and I've been in bed for some time. And she came to visit me once, and she stayed at my apartment. And I need to get up for work. So she'll get up and make coffee and eggs. And she'd come, and she would rip the blankets off the bed while I'm sleeping in it, you know, to get me up to go to work. So after she died in 08, I'm laying in bed. And I see, like, this black mist, grayish black mist on the ceiling which I immediately think it's negative, you know, because I don't see how anything positive would would reflect something like that. And no sooner do I go to close my eyes and put my hands on my pillow, the blanket gets ripped completely off my bed. And I look down at the end of my bed, I jump up, see her, my heart's pounding, and there's that black-gray mist at the edge of my bed. So besides that happening, I haven't really had something extreme like that come across me again, other than that one time, but it's just been little things. Like I would see things, or I hear things, uh, back to my girl, my fiance and I, we would sit in the living room, watching TV, my son was in his room, I look over my shoulder as I hear them making noise, and I see a shadow walk down the hallway into the kitchen, same route the orb took when it bounced off my refrigerator and went down the hallway. So I call to my son, Mason, make sure he's not in the kitchen. And he comes out of his bedroom, which is down the hallway. So I know for a fact, I've seen this shadow person with my own eyes. Cause I jump off the couch and grab my chest thinking to myself, I just witnessed this, but nobody else did. So obviously I tell my fiance, she tells me I'm crazy. So it kind of goes hand in hand, but if you guys can shed a little light on the subject, let me know what you guys think. And, uh, uh, and especially as far as, you know, the the
0: cover being ripped off. If you can let me know what you got. What are your thoughts on that, uh, that whole situation there?
1: Well, I'm not a real good therapist. Mm-hmm. The covers thing totally makes me think of his mother. Because if that was her thing, and then it happens after she dies. Mm-hmm. You know, that said, I would be like, mom, that's cool. You can do that. Just don't scare the shit out of me. And, but the, I don't, I have questions about the girlfriend because, you know, is she like that in other aspects of their life? You know how some people just don't listen? Sure. Like they always have their own story that they're going to one up you all the time. Mm -hmm. We all know those people. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that she's like that, but maybe, you know, her thing is the paranormal. That's her thing. And he didn't have a ton of experiences. And so that's what happens to her, not to him. So maybe. She's like, oh yeah, you're just maybe in her head. She's thinking you're just saying that because I'm feeling that.
0: I wonder if, but it's, a lot
1: of people in relationships don't listen well.
0: Yeah, that's that's completely true. I, I wonder if it's a defense mechanism, where if other people are having experiences that are paranormal or, or you know remotely along the lines of what she's experiencing, maybe it makes that makes hers that much more real. Like maybe there's an element of her where she's still, you know, she's, she's feeling comfortable enough to talk about these experiences and share them with other people, but maybe there's still something within her that's, that she's telling herself, but maybe Maybe it's yeah. just me. Yeah. Maybe this is just maybe this is just a figment of my imagination or something, because the acceptance of this actually being real. It's a very overwhelming thing for a lot of folks and understandably. And if other people are then having these two, it then almost confirms even more to that individual that, yeah, this shit you're experiencing, it's real. Um, And maybe, you know, deflecting and and kind of shutting down the other's experiences is is an effort to do just that. And it really does go back to her then of not wanting to confirm to herself that this stuff is actually going on around her.
1: Yeah. So I think, you know, we would need to know a little bit more about them as people. Yeah. And because that could certainly be it. Or, you know, does she listen to anything he says?
0: Yeah. Uh, are we no, no, no. are we talking, you know, is this is this the attitude when it comes to, hey, should we get the cheddar bay biscuits that are gluten free or the regular ones? Uh, or is, you know, is it uh, is it an argument? Is it uh, hey, I'm really going gluten free and uh, we should just get the <laughs> regular ones uh, or the, the gluten. And uh, how does that go? Is it is, is everything is that, It's
1: always about you and your gluten free stuff.
0: Is everything overridden or what is it? You know, that's yeah. that's what we'd have to find out. Thank you for sharing but that I experience. I like to
1: think his mom's around.
0: Yeah, I can definitely and, see that.
1: And it'd be cool if she could present herself in more subtle ways. But maybe <laughs> in her head, it's like this is the only way that will get his attention.
0: Go big or go yeah. home.
1: Yeah, right. Because <laughs> like my dad always would kind of touch me behind my neck, mm-hmm. and you know, just rub my shoulders. And like one time when I felt that, I was like, "Whoa, it's my dad." Mm-hmm but it's kind of scared the shit out of me at the same time. Sure. So, so it's kind of the same thing. It's like, yeah, cool mom. But how about just some nice, like feeling your loving energy around me? <laughs> that would be nice. I want to, if his mom's anything like my mother, it's all about her.
0: <laughs> uh... Oh
1: yeah. That'd be just fine. Wouldn't it? Carol.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's always all about you carol it's the narcissist ghost yeah there you go uh thank you for sharing that story with us 855-853-4802 is our number at real ghost stories online and that's going to wrap up the program for today, if you like the show, keep us on the air. Become an extra podcast person. Sign up at ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories. Get all the bonus episodes. Everything is there for you. Ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories. Until next time, for Carol and Tony, thanks for listening to Real Ghost Stories Online. Worried about keeping up with your fave friends all summer? Or posting every perfectly pink sunset you see? Don't sweat the connect. You can have it made in the shade with four lines of unlimited data for $100 a month. Scroll the staycation pics, find your new go to takeout spot, or catch some rays on video chat. Whatever you and the crew are into, all the data makes it all that much better. Smile, you're on Cricket. Cricket Core acquired on four lines, data speed limited to three megabits per second. Cricket makes slow data speeds when the network is busy. Additional fees, usage, and restrictions apply.